0: Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 19 of Dixie discusses With me this week, absolutely delighted to speak to an old mate of mine, calling in all the way from Japan. It's Mr. Niall Kane. Now, how are you, mate? You alright?
1: Yeah, I'm very well. Thank you, Matthew. How are you?
0: Good, th- good. Thanks, mate. Yeah, just a uh, nice to sort to you, mate. It's cheered me up, to be honest. After <laughs> I've been a bit tired after that match on Saturday, um, but I know you've, uh, you've you've been living it up a bit the last few days, haven't you, mate?
1: Uh yeah, um we have something in Japan uh to begin the beginning of May called Golden Week. And um so it's not actually a week. I don't think the Japanese know what the concept of a week is. It's it's been three <laughs> it's been three days, so it's not even half a week. But um yeah, it's been nice to have a few days to relax. The weather's been great, it's been out and about uh as much as you possibly can. So yeah, it's been sound and um perfect uh, remedy to for getting over that uh that filler game. So no, definitely That's definitely me. As I say, we'll
0: we we'll touch on that a bit in a minute, mate. But yeah. just, just in terms of your story, mate, because I think I think it's brilliant in terms of what you've done uh in going over there. How did it all start with obviously wanting to get over there and what you're doing at the minute?
1: Well, without um, going in uh, too much into depth with it, um, I've got family over there um originally from Ireland. Um so it's my uncle who um, obviously grew up in the Troubles in Belfast uh, in the 80s and uh, just basically wanted to get away from it all. So he originally moved to America and then eventually Japan, started teaching English in Japan and uh, he's opened up his own school since then. Uh, so he messaged me a couple of years ago and said, um, it was April 2019, and said, um, oh, are you interested in you know coming over uh, to live here because obviously I've been there on holiday a few times he said I said um yeah me contract at me old job was coming up so I thought uh why not uh moved in January 2020 and then uh the pandemic happened so <laughs> probably not the best time to move but um yeah you know as much as I possibly can it's been great um Obviously, watching Everton is, is a lot tougher now, but uh, it's Everton, isn't it? So it's worth it as, as bad as they are sometimes. <laughs> I'm obviously talking
0: to you now, mate. We're, we're doing this, it's it's R2 um, on, on a Wednesday afternoon, it's R10, your time, mate, isn't it? So, what's what time are the blues normally kicking off? Well, to be honest, it could be any time
1: now, couldn't it? Yeah, um, you know, obviously, uh. No one was a big fan of the early kickoffs um when we were going the game, but now the fantastic, you know, it's half eight Saturday night here and I'm like glorious, but uh that doesn't happen so much anymore. It's usually yeah. uh four AM, five AM. Um, you know, depending on whether the clocks have gone back or gone forward. So You know, quite often I've had to uh, load up on chocolate before the game and (laughs) having to mix up which shop I go to because they're not thinking, geez, this fat bastard's always in here buying chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, But sometimes I need the sugar uh, to uh, keep me (laughs) awake during those times, to be honest. But um, no, it's been fine. Um, You know, uh, sometimes it's it's well worth it. you know, it was signed, and then the um, and one of the first games was you know, the Newcastle game where we were 2 0 up with a minute left. And so, oh. sorry to sorry to mention that, but um, um, and I was just I was dozing off and dozing off, and I just thought ah, this game's done anyway. So, uh, and then all of a sudden it was 2 all, and uh, it was just a nightmare, but then at the um, the beginning of the season. Obviously, we went on that seven-game win streak, and I was like, "Yeah, this is this is no problem. This, some us to stay awake." And then I remember staying up for the Ireland game for the against Slovakia, the Euro qualifiers. Oh, yeah, 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 and remember it was it. the worst game of ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. definitely up there. Nil, nil. I don't think Ireland had a shot on goal and then lost on penalties. And I was like, "Great, I've got to go to work now." So yeah, it was grim, mate. Wasn't it? it was grim watching that. So. <laughs> But, but just like, as I say, uh, sorry, sorry, uh, just you know that Bill right uh little short clip where he goes, it's terrible, but it's everything and that's that's how it is, you know. That sums it up, mate. And to be honest, <laughs> that, that's a, that's
0: a perfect segue onto a uh, onto Saturday's game, wasn't it, mate? Because yeah, I just thought, I don't know, I don't know what you thought. Obviously, we've been been really poor at home, haven't we? Um, all all season long, to be perfectly honest, and uh, especially you know the last the last few games, but. I really thought we we'd turn it around against Villa. And um obviously we, we didn't make it. I mean, what what did you make of it in terms of the lineup and the performance and everything else really?
1: Well, you know, the original line well, it was hard to get a hold of the original lineup at first because of the, the social media boycott and everything. Um usually I, I usually have a little kip before and wake up, you know, five minutes before kickoff. So I'm desperately going checking the uh the lineup and things, and it was quite hard to find because obviously the official accounts um, didn't post the, the line-up. But I think the lineup originally was fine and then you find out that James has been uh, injured in the walk and you just think, oh, for God's sake, here we go again. Um, you know, of all the players, you didn't want to be missing, uh, you know, James is, is top of that list. Um, I know you've said recently about... Um, Yeri Mina and I thought I thought he would start Um, yeah. obviously Keane and Holgate have been a bit a bit off I actually said a few weeks ago when that thing came out about um player of the season I thought Keane was up there and then he had that shocker against Spurs and I went I've, I've cursed him now Um, but obviously Holgate particularly for the second Spurs goal I thought was I'm not sure what he was doing so I thought Mina would definitely come in but I thought I definitely thought the lineup was good enough um to be Villa. You know, they were missing Grealish and they've got that, that, that rat in the midfield. So I thought ah, this'll be this'll be the game, um, to turn it around and obviously it didn't pan out that way. We had a few chances, but you know, I think I'm struggling to think of a um a better game Jordan Pickford's had for us to be honest. Yeah. I thought Especially was, that first half, uh, mate. Yeah. yeah uh, you know, uh, they could have easily been four or five to the good and um but you don't really want to say that about you keep it year he's had the no. game of his life you want him to you know say oh Pickford had a quiet game and you know it was great but I think we had a couple of chances in the first half but um no I think I think it was just just dreadful but I thought we equalised shortly after and I thought right this is it now let's go on and you know you know press this um Hopefully they'll you know shrink into a shell or something, and we'll be able to go on the offense. The offense. You can tell I've been living in Japan. You <laughs> <laughs> can go on the attack, and um, and you know, hopefully, you know, win two or three one. But yeah, I'm at the point now where I just like until we get fans back in, I don't want us to to play at home again. To be honest, because it's it's painful viewing. It's painful viewing. So
0: no, definitely me. I totally agree. <clears throat> It's it's such a contrast, isn't it, to the away form like you said, which yeah. is you know obviously you know really good. Mate, uh, <laughs> can't remember the last time we won ten games away, um, but then obviously we've, <laughs> won, we've we've lost eight at home, so it's it, it's so strange. And like you said, I know uh, we were talking a little bit off here then about you know the last couple of games in the season. We, we should have fans in, but sadly mm-hmm. it's it, it's probably too little too late for those mates, isn't it? Um, but. It's uh, we've obviously got a massive game again on on, on uh, Sunday I should say, and uh, we'll we'll touch on that Monday for me, Monday. Monday for you, mate. Yeah, yeah, Monday for you. Um, but yeah, we'll um, we'll obviously touch on you know the the main the main bulk of the podcast, mate. Which I know you've, you've listened to. I know you shame yeah. Robbie into it uh, into doing it, mate. So thanks again for that one, by the way. Um so uh, yeah, it, it seems like you your best and worst of the blues, mate. Um, especially with the time you were watching, and all you've obviously very similar to our Robbie, so um it's it could be quite similar in some of the stuff you might say, mate. But it in, in seems the players. I, I don't know what, what,
1: what side of the fence you want to start off with, mate. So you your best or your worst, really. <laughs> I think after that Villa game we'll have to start with the best, won't we, just just to just to bring you back up a bit. But um just to just to touch on that, uh, the Robbie podcast and his like Obviously, I was delighted he came on, but I kind of wish that had gone on before him now because, <laughs> you know, it, it'll be difficult to beat that one, to be honest. Uh, I absolutely love that. Well, I love Robbie, so he knows that. So, um, <laughs> so I, I that episode was uh, fantastic. Um, yeah, just in terms of good players, um, I just want to give like an honourable mention to uh, Garner Gay. I just think he was just massively underrated while he was at us. Um Both by Everton fans, obviously, you know, some Everton fans loved him, including myself, but I think uh, the general media, just in general, just didn't really um, pick up on him that much. And I just thought he was just phenomenal. He just broke up the play, just quietly. He's not the type of player that would, you know, win you a lot of fantasy points, but he just does all that stuff that kind of goes unnoticed and underappreciated. And would, you know, just, as I say, break up the play, find a pass. And I just think he's sorely missed now and um he's um you know someone we just haven't replaced at all. Um I said on I said to the lads uh before the first leg against City like, oh I want PSG to win the Champions League now because I don't like City Chelsea or Madrid and PSG you've got gone again and they obviously got sent off in that game. So I kept yeah, him in, I cursed, I cursed in was, that
0: game as well. It was so out of character as well, mate, wasn't it? Because it was a, it was a pretty naughty tackle, wasn't it? To be fair. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. um I um, can understand them being frustrated the way the game was going and stuff, but no, no, I agree, mate. I thought Ghana was great for us. And um, once again, mate, ne- never replaced, hasn't been replaced since. Um yeah. I think we've got a couple of people, you know, in that sort of position, but just in terms of the way he got round the pitch and everything else, mate. And uh, yeah, it's it, we haven't we, we still haven't
1: got those legs in midfield since he left. Yeah, and you know, uh, as I say, obviously we lost Tamás on Saturday, but um, you know, I think Tom Davis has come on, but um, it's just not the same, really, is it? Um, Seamus Coleman's another one. Um, obviously biased because of the Irish connection, and I've been to Donegal many times, so. Uh, and for the price we paid for him is just phenomenal like how good a player he's been um, other than Leighton Baines who I'll mention in a minute I don't think anyone who's been at Everton in the last 10-15 years has deserved the trophy more so uh, yeah. he's up there um, as I say Baines is up there like he's one of those pla- like this is going to sound strange but he's one of those players that like obviously like I loved him at the time but after that Bournemouth game especially because that that how dreadful the performance was against Bournemouth last game of the last season and I saw the next day I went to bed afterwards probably in a bad mood um, and then woke up and saw Baines had retired. I was I was just gutted for the rest of the day, like yeah. trying to teach, trying to teach me lessons. Like I can't do this. <laughs> I don't want to be it. Sort of thing. Yeah, I'm yeah, feeling pretty down about Baines Like uh, it's kind of like you don't know what you've got till it's gone. Even though like I did love him, but I thought, you know, we're not gonna have Baines again. That's just mad. Um, he's been such a good servant, and again, he's number one. He deserves a trophy. Um. If anyone does, it's, it's him. Um, James this season, you know, just just some of the passes he does, his touches, it's just, you know, my jaws on the floor sometimes. You know, that wake, that wakes me up when, when it's you know four, <laughs> 4 o'clock in the morning, 4.30 in the morning, you know, you just go, oh, he's phenomenal. I'm, I'm desperate to see him play live, uh, obviously, as is everyone else, because no one's been able to see him yet, I don't think. So, uh, you know, if he stays, he could be a superstar. Um, I'm gonna touch on Les Scott in a minute, uh, uh, in a bit. Uh, Les Scott, <laughs> but um, I liked Les Scott when he was there, um, and then obviously ended up breaking my heart. And I kind of see a lot of similarities between Les Scott and Godfrey now. Right, um, okay, yeah, I can understand now, yeah. Obviously, like having to fit in that left back position, which isn't a natural position, but he's just slotted in perfectly. And I just think he's been phenomenal. I think Godfrey's been our player of the season personally um so as long as he stays there you know he he doesn't want to leave and he'd be you know he's he's a future captain as far as i'm concerned and i think he's going to be phenomenal for us if he stays um but the main two uh are ones that have been said um many times in your podcast so far uh kevin campbell he's definitely up there um um I remember in my old house my dad painted a super Kev on our shed in the yard. Um <laughs> and <laughs> my mum's a Liverpool season ticket holder, so she wasn't, really, <laughs> she wasn't very appreciative of that. Love but, it, mate. Love it. But um, you know, he just you know, he just kept us up, didn't he? Uh in those late nineties and I just absolutely loved him. Obviously that record, the unwanted record of um the last victory at Anfield from September 1999 up to February this year um, was great. Um, so, you know, I just absolutely loved him. And obviously, you know, if you follow him on Twitter or things like that, or you see him in the stu- in Sky Sports Studio, wherever he's on, you know, he still loves the Blues and uh, he still follows the Blues. So he's just, you know, he's phenomenal. Um, but number one has to be uh, Tim Cale for me. Um, just... Um, you know the size of him, how he gets up for headers, and you know a lot. You know just how phenomenal he was in the box, um, how cheap he was. Um, again, similar to Kevin Campbell, how much he uh, loved the Blues, even after he left. Um, and I've met him a few times. Um, I remember uh, walking home from school, and some fella stopped us and said, um, "Oh, uh, either of you support Everton?" I went, "Yeah, yeah." And then, oh, Tim kales in that bar was there. So I just ambushed him, like stayed at <laughs> just waiting for them to come out, which, you know, is obviously uh, you know, a bit of a fanboy moment. But uh yeah, I met him a few times and uh, you know, he was just a you know, tough fella and you know, signed things and uh I ended up buying an Australia share because I loved him so much. Uh, so yeah, for me, number one has to be uh, Tim Cale. So.
0: Definitely. Brilliant, brilliant, mate. Say so some, <laughs> some, some absolutely top players there, mate. Um, and it's you know, I, I totally agree what you're saying in terms of the comparisons between uh, Lescott and Godfrey. I mean, I'd like Godfrey to aim at a few more goals, like Lescott did, but in terms of like the stature and style of playing stuff, mate, and obviously getting up the pitch then, yeah, I can totally see where you're coming from, mate. But yeah. uh, I suppose
1: that I'd better let you get into it. That's how uh, the thing's not <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can't put Lescott in my worst players just because when he was at us, he was great. Like like As yeah. you say, he scored, he scored a lot of goals for us. Um, so I can't really put him in there. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right about the goals. The reason I was saying about Keane um, being potentially player of the season, because he has chipped in with a few goals this season, obviously, the the home game against the RS and um, a few other games, especially at the start of the season, he was banging them in. Um, But, yeah, in terms of the worst players, you know, Um, (laughs) Alcaraz. He's been a favourite, mate, yeah? (laughs) Yeah. I was trying not to think of uh, the players that have already been said, but, you know, they've been said many a time for a reason. (laughs) And, and, you know, uh, was a Kiev away, just, oh, my God. Um Southampton away when he scored the own goal as well. Um I think Delph's been up there. Um I'm not sure going back to the villa game, just like, you know, it's one all and we're struggling and uh you know, you've got, you know, Bernard or Josh King on the bench and we're bringing on Fabian Delph and like right, let me just let me just uh before you say anything, um <laughs> I think Carlo is fantastic. I'm not having a go at Carlo at all. Um, you know some of the things you see on Twitter are just oh my god, um. But you know sometimes I think you can you can question some things without being critical of him. Definitely, and, you know, and that no was one... baffling. That was baffling yeah. in fairness. Yeah. yeah, there's no one i would rather have at the club than, than Carlo Ancelotti. You know, uh, it's early. It's still early days. He's had you know, if you exclude the January transfer window, he's had one transfer window. You know, be you know, we'll be fine. Um, but that 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 did baffle me a bit. Um, you know, you think you know, obviously uh, Gareth Barry, uh, who could also be mentioned in the in favourite players. You know, you think, oh, it could be like a Gareth Barry, or I hate to mention it, but it could be like how James Milner was for Liverpool. Yeah. Where you think, oh, it's not going to be a top sign, and they turn out to be fantastic, but it hasn't worked out that way. Um, and then you know, wearing the wrong socks last week against um against Arsenal just, just summed yes, it up for me. Suppose yes. <laughs> um, at least he brought
0: his socks almost not like Sadie, you know what I mean? No, that's
1: true, yeah. <laughs> Um but um I thought that the bit like I think it's a bit harsh, but could you put Gabamon in there? I, I think it's still a bit harsh. Um you know, obviously, it's your, me, it's your show. Uh, <laughs> well, you can put it you want it. Well, it's your show. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I think it's too. I, I've written his name down, but I think it, I think it is too harsh. I think it is a bit harsh to put him in. Um It remains to be seen. Uh, obviously, Carlo likes him. and uh, You know, he's he's talked about him glowingly. So you know, if Carlo thinks he's good, then who am I to judge? Uh yeah, it's gonna to have to be the uh the classic uh paracrawl to be honest for West Player. <laughs> um, just that I was I was going back through the uh the fixes then because obviously it's been mentioned about the the Bolton four 0 um and around that similar period we lost to West Brom four 0 and Villa four 0 and um was it the was it the Villa game where he played and he was just, watch, mate. he was just horrendous and. Um I think it's been spoken about before on your show about Osman's autobiography and he said he couldn't hit the ball in change. <laughs> like, what is this? A centre back who can't hit the ball. Um and then, you know, the following game was the derby. Um, I can't remember the score. Uh, <laughs> but um he wasn't even on the bench and I think that just sums it up. And I always remember, um, I think we signed him for about five million and um we sold him for Way less than that. and um there was a thing on the website about um oh, the january uh, win the the January you know sale in the shop, and it was like fifty percent off, and it had a picture of him. No, I think that just sums it up, to be honest. I think, just it. Sums it. I think that just sums it up. So yeah, it's got to be fair calls, hasn't it? It's That's
0: fair famous. enough, mate. Yeah, I, yeah. As, as I've said on a few of the other ones, mate, at the end of the season, um, I'm going to do basically like a, a, two, a two teams, you know, your best and your worst one. But I think I think yeah. is nailed on <laughs> for his spot, mate. So um, yeah, I think you pretty much confirmed that, mate.
1: I think it's been said enough times that you could probably have him in every position. To be <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll try, we'll try, we'll try. Mate, we'll try. Um, but anyway, just moving on. I, I, again, mate, this has been um, been interesting to hear people's take on this in terms of the kits, like your best and worst kits. Because some people are alien really to it, some people aren't. I, I don't know what your, you know, what your thoughts are on it, mate. Eh?
1: Well, I pos- again, I have possibly got a uh, couple of controversial views to be honest. Oh God, mate! I'm looking forward uh... to this. <laughs> I'm not too sure, because I've listened to a few, uh, or I've listened to every show, but on a few of them, um, there's been a lot of complaints about the Umbro 1-to-1 uh, kits. Yeah, go on, go on. Now, I'm not sure about whether it's the same ones we're talking about, but the first one I ever had was the uh, ninety-eight ninety-nine away white umbro kit which had like the umbro logo on the yeah. on the sleeves yeah is they the one are they the ones you're talking about when you No mate no it's, no it's it's the it's
0: the, the, um, <laughs> the home one mate because like you yeah. said I, yeah I, I well i'm sure i've actually still got that somewhere mate that white one yeah. I, I actually yeah. quite like the away one
1: <laughs> yeah i really like that one and um obviously uh, there's a picture of me and my uh, grandmothers we were in that kit so it's sort it of got like as i said and also it's it was my first kit so I've got the fond memories of that. Yeah, um it's... okay, so that isn't a controversial video, because you're talking about the blue ones. Um, but a lot of people have said as well, um, that, you know, as long as it's blue and it's got the Everton badge on it, then it's fine. But I always found the, the home kits a bit boring. I always thought they were a bit similar, so I would always yeah. try and get try and get an away kit or a goalkeeper yeah. kit. A few people um, have said this, mate, yeah, which is good. Yeah. Um and I wasn't very good at football, so whenever I played, uh, I would be that person, they would just stick and goal, so they could stick them out the way. So i would. Oh, I'm not on. off on that. I'm not off on that now. <laughs> well, that's because you've never seen me play, that's right. <laughs> um, so I would gravitate towards the goalkeeper kits or the away kits. Um, so I like that, um, that away, the white one, as I say. And um, if you remember the, the 2001, 2002, it was like an away grey silver Puma kit. Yeah. I, I was really there. Remember.
0: I was there actually, I think, when we played Black Bane and Arteta like fine one in the top bin in that kit. Um the oh, silver oh, one. So- oh sorry, this is 2001 2002
1: So it was like a Puma kit. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I'm thinking of the Umbro one. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about now, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. about now, mate.
1: I'm actually gonna get onto to that that's uh, that that that's that, uh silver. Are you on about the Chang one?
0: Yes. Yeah,
1: with this with the green, with the Chang was in green. The Chang was in green. I that was in silver, silver, you know, silvery. Yeah, yellow. yeah. I'm gonna put that in my worst one but there is a <laughs> there is a good reason why. Uh, which I'll get on to in a bit. Um, but not the awake grey one because um, I can always picture Kevin Campbell in that kit for some reason. So, um, so I've got fond memories of that one. And I, um, I wasted well, not wasted because it was good times. Uh, spent many hours playing Championship Manager O102 as well. So. Uh, I can always remember that season. Vintage yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I quite like the away and the third kits from last season and this season. I think they've been quite smart. Um, so like the orangey pink one from last season and the black one, and then the yellow and green one from this season. Yeah, I agree um, with. But um, it's again it's been said before, but the I think my favourite one was the. The cream Lecoq Sport E fund in 2010 2011, with the, just because of that Chelsea away game with the Bain streak yeah. KF and the penalties. Yeah. And that's, I think, that's just a proper smart kit. And yeah, that's probably my favourite, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it's, it's been brought up a lot, to be perfectly honest, mate. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm a massive <laughs> fan of it as well. It, it was a bit of a throwback, wasn't it? But I just thought it was so well done. Um, and I think I've mentioned it before, Ronnie. I, I think quite a lot of the Lecoq the kits were, were really underrated. I think.
1: Yeah, especially when you take into the, the Umbro ones where they just fell apart all the time. So Yeah, or it was almost the same
0: as like West Ham and Birmingham and everyone else, you know.
1: Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh yeah. Hull as well, I think they just or Leicester or something. something just yeah. had exactly the same kit and it's like, well, no effort's gone into this at all. Like especially you know, Hummel now, you know, they've 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 like seem to have made everything like their main focus and you know, yeah. that's exactly what you want. We're not just some of the some other team like we had with Umbro or we had with Sport Pacer or, um, you know you feel it. the made to feel important and that that's what you want, isn't it? So, yeah, Most definitely those cox sport teams are underrated, definitely.
0: Great shout, mate! So I know you've yeah. you've already <laughs> thrown <laughs> the the great, the great young one under the bush mate. But <laughs> do you want to do you want to carry on with that?
1: No, the reason for that is is um I actually had Arteta tested on the back of that one as well. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Number six, then wasn't he, mate? Yeah, he was. Yeah, um, so I went on holiday to Spain, uh, to Barcelona, and we did the uh, the the um, stadium tour. And um, by that point, as I say, like the badge had fallen apart, I think, but I was still wearing it for some reason. And um, some some idea came up to me and tapped me on the shoulder and went, uh, what is this team? So I always I always associate bad memories. how do you not know Everton, piss off, will you fella? Um so I kind of have bad memories with that, but um at the same time, I don't know if you've ever done that stadium tour with um with at, at the new camp, but uh, you can get your like picture taken with um like cutouts of players. So uh Yeah, I've maybe, been on, I've
0: been on one similar mate. Yeah. I remember going to um I remember going to my when the tour around there, and they had well, to be honest, you weren't even really supposed to do it. And um, I sort of slid off from like the main tour, and there was statues basically of the, the three Dutch players, you know, Hullett, Rijkaard and Van Basten. So we got a picture, stuff so with them. And next thing is, just basically got dragged, just hauled off, and was like, No, you're not supposed to go in here, blah blah. So, oh, really? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, I still got the picture somewhere anyway, mate. So, <laughs>
1: well, um. Uh mine was uh, Etho and Ronaldinho, so not too bad players. To yeah, yeah. Um, but um, but obviously, like in the picture, you can see like the badges come off on this, on this, uh, on this, uh, on this picture. But um, I always meant when obviously when Etho joined Everton, I brought this picture in and went, yeah, uh, this is me. I've no word with Eto saying, you know, if you want to join us in a few years, uh, to, you know, feel free. So uh, I liked, I pretended to take a uh, take credit for Etho signing for Everton. Uh, so um, <laughs> so uh yeah that was the reason um I didn't like that kit just because of that guy saying who was this team kinda of pissed me off to be honest, but um, <laughs> obviously the and obviously the badge falling apart. Um but the worst is um it's gotta be those um those you know the thirteen fourteen kits with the badge. It's definitely gotta be the worst. Oh, um, I think uh, one of your mates described it best when he said the play-doh badge. It's a good shot. Oh, I've heard it described a few ways. The Fisher <laughs> fish Price one, I don't remember, it was quite classed as as well, mate. I think that's yeah, absolute shocker, absolute shocker. And uh, just the fact that we had a great tea, well, obviously it fell apart, towards the end. But that was a great season as well. So it's just disappointing that um that it's associated with that badge. Yeah, just um I wouldn't have gone anywhere near the kits that year just because just because of that horrendous badge. So. Any of those, you can take your pick from that season. were just bad.
0: Brilliant, mate. Yeah, no. T- to be honest, mate, I totally agree. Um, and actually, it- it's just nice to obviously have a few, a few new ones thrown in there, mate. Which is, which is great. Appreciate that. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just the same. Obviously, I've got to, I've got to put you on the spot. The same of the matches and stuff, mate. Um, and again, you know. I don't know which way you want to you want to come up on on this one either. <laughs> um it seems like you're good on a bad ones, mate, because and I know you've seen quite a few of both. So um where, where do you
1: want to start with that one, mate? <sighs> good question. Um I think I'll start off at worst, why not? Um uh, the Villa game from last Saturday—that was—that was just. Sure,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember,
1: yeah, any of the games from this season? Yeah, yeah. yeah, just anytime we lose or even draw, like no matter who it is, whether it's Man City or it's Shrewsbury Town, I just think, oh God, you know. I think my problem is that I expect us to win every game, and then obviously that's not possible. So when it doesn't happen, uh, I just get pissed off no matter what. Um, but um, the um. The Moralla, sorry, no, not the Morales, I'll get on to the Morales in a minute. The United semi um from uh twenty fifteen, sixteen. Um just cause uh you know, I just thought I thought we were definitely gonna win and you know we had to play Watford or Palace in the final. I just thought um I just thought, you know, this is it, this is it. Um and uh, obviously like I went down with your Robbie and Neil and Steve, and I just thought, you know, it was a you know, we had a few beers before and it was great. And I just thought the weather was fantastic. And I just thought, this is it, there's no way we're going to lose. And uh, it was just not a very good performance. And Lukaku just missed chance after chance, obviously, missed a penalty. Um, And then they, I think, Martial scored right at the end. I've had enough for this. Um, even like the night, the like the night we had in London afterwards was good, but it just would have been you know ten times that if we'd won, or hundred times that if we'd won, Um exactly, mate, yeah. that that was pretty good. And, um, I wasn't actually at at this game, but um, obviously we were in the semi final, the League Cup that year as well. And yeah. the second leg. Um, again, I, I thought it's our year, especially when Barclay scored that uh that goal at the Etihad. I thought we're definitely going to win now, and then. Um, I remember I can't remember it was the Bruiners I think it was the Bruiners goal or Aguero's goal I think the Bruiners where Raheem Sterling crossed it in I think he was in row C when he crossed it in
0: yeah it was way, way away, over wasn't it? way yeah. over the
1: line I just couldn't believe how he missed it and I just thought
0: where well, it was via uh, then mate
1: you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> the one time it would have been useful um, but I watched that game in the pub, and then I came, I came home and said to me, Dad, "I just think we're a I just think we're, so, we're just a case club. What is going on?" Um, so that was, that was, I was just absolutely. Again, that was another thing. I came into work the next day and just, just don't talk to me. I just don't want to talk to anyone. Uh, that got me really down. Um, I remember the. Can't remember what year. Oh, the 15-16 same season. Fifteen, sixteen was not a good season for me. Um, we were we were two 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 nil up at home to West Ham, and um, oh yeah, Mason, we got Lukaku missed two. a penalty. Yeah, Lukaku missed a penalty to make it three nil, and um, and we ended up losing three two, and just a lot. I just came off the ground there a near load of West Ham fans singing that Dimitri Paye song. I like, I don't like West Ham at the best of times, and. That set me at the over the edge. I think, but um, i your your Robbie always mentions it because he was in Poland at the time, and he said, "Oh, my dad texted me going three two, and they were sitting there. going, oh, can't believe he lost this game." And they, you were gutted. I was at the game. <laughs> Never yeah. mind, you were off. You were off Bevian in Poland. Exactly. Never mind. You could forget it. So bit of a distance, uh, place, isn't it? Bit of a distance. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, by far and the worst. Uh, probably the worst game for me. Was um, the two thousand the first game of the two thousand nine two thousand ten season? Uh, the six one home defeat to Oof. Arsenal. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this is why I was talking about Les Scott. It was probably the most pathetic performance I've ever seen from an individual player. Obviously, he didn't want to be there. Um, obviously, City had turned his head, and he just he just didn't make any efforts whatsoever um, to to try in that game and it was just horrendous unfortunately I was sitting in uh, lower Bullens that game so I was right next to the Arsenal fans and um, I was just getting so angry and you know uh, just arguing with this Arsenal fan just making a titty myself oh I'm gonna if I see you outside the ground kind of thing and you've you've seen me before Matty you know he would have kicked my head in probably but oh like, I don't, I don't so know angry. That, I've seen you but angry please. I wouldn't want to mess with
0: you but,
1: angry, <laughs> um, but like me, me da- I remember um, me dad came off the ground as well because I was with my dad and one of my brothers and he just he ripped up his ticket and just threw it at the police and I was like dad you need to count that like uh you need to calm down. And we bumped into some uh, some of my family outside and they were like, Oh, hello, uh, Brendan, my dad's name, and they just went fuck off. So uh, <laughs> we were just in the mood that game. Um we were just you know, uh we were just so mad at Lescott, and you know, i I, I can't stand them ever since. And fortunately we had a we had a pretty good record against City from then on, so you know you could always stick it up to them then you know I think it was the was it the was it the K on Arteta 2-0 at the Etihad yeah, where they just was, showed, him, showed him in the box and yeah. that was just the best thing ever one of my favourite um, ways ever that mate so all <laughs> I remember is um,
0: at, all the way through the game they were waving like £20 notes and £10 notes at us and yeah. I just remember this lad who was about two or three rows in front of us just held up this like tassy battered fiver that was stuck together <laughs> with cellotapes and started waving <laughs> it at them when we, we went sooner up and the faces on some of these City fans were absolutely priceless <laughs> Brilliant
1: amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, sure that, yeah, so that that six one for me is uh is is the worst game I've ever been to. Oh, you know, apart from you know, I'm not gonna say derbies because you know a derbies. Just leave it at that, I don't wanna I don't wanna give them any credit, so um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that Arsenal game for me. It's just horrendous. So you you've got
0: to share it all <laughs> up now, mate. Um in it's terms of your best matches. So go on, mate. Crack <laughs> on with that. <laughs>
1: well, um I think uh the following season uh we played City and um in the first half I thought, oh we're gonna get destroyed. I remember um we saw the team, we went for um we went for something to eat in town before, and then we were looking at the team and um and each of you was in the lineup, and one of my dad's mates was like, oh, Don't even want to go. And each of you's in the lineup. And um, in the first half, David Silver just probably like one of the best performances I've ever seen from an opposition. I thought, Oh my god, we're gonna get battered here! And uh, but we ended up winning 2 1. Uh, Distan Osman scored, Osman scored yeah. the header, and he like koed himself. Don't know if you remember that, game. yeah. So you don't remember, so, that problem, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh people, you know, Osmond obviously scored that great goal against City a couple of years later. But I think um, that header was just phenomenal because obviously he wasn't the biggest player. and He just managed to get up with uh, company, I think it was, and just headed it past Joe Hart. And we went ballistic. And um, I always remember, because um, uh, Robbie and Neil and that will uh, have a go at me if I don't mention this, my dad was sitting behind me, and honest to god, mate, I've never heard it. My dad's from Belfast, and um, I've never heard them say this word before or after. But just during that game, you just hear Lear Scott, you wanker, and I've never heard them say wanker before <laughs> or after. It's just the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. It's like, like Robbie and Neil will still mention it now, it's just so funny. Um, so yeah, it's just uh, <laughs> coming from that, coming from that, um. From that Arsenal game last season to, to obviously beating them the following season, that was just like, that was just perfect. Um, I remember um, in the two thousand one two thousand two season, uh, we beat West Ham five nil. Now, obviously, for a lot of people, it's it's a step down because the season before we would beaten them six nil. But um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember both well, mate. yeah. <laughs> But um, I came up the pub before the game and I actually got stung by a wasp. So, they took my mind off that. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> mind off that. <laughs> um, So, I've got fond memories of that, even though, like obviously, being stung by a wasp isn't ideal. But uh, Everton cheered me up by winning 5-0 that game. Um, The 2-0, uh, Newcastle, uh, May 2005, which obviously uh, more or less confirmed Everton in the Champions League. Obviously, Arsenal beating Liverpool the next day would solidify that but I just remember the atmosphere in that game was just incredible like it I've never bouncing, experienced it, mate? I've it never was... experienced anything like it at it's, that it's,
0: time it, it makes it, it it's funny mate because obviously a lot of people of a certain age mention the seen a game and I get that mate because it was it was yeah. bouncing but yeah. to me I, I thought that the new that Newcastle game was on a par, if not better in terms of the yeah. atmosphere
1: yeah definitely um I just couldn't believe it. Everton in the Champions League. What's going on? You know, obviously, uh, growing up, like my first game was March '97, but the the um, um, you know the first game I really remember was the Coventry game, the one all last game of the season. So obviously, you know, I've I'd, I'd, I'd been used to Everton, you know, being relegation scares or near the bottom of the table. So to just see them in the Champions League, obviously, we come, we've done well. Two thousand two, two thousand and three season, I think. We just narrowly missed out on the UEFA Cup last game of the season. United cheated in that game, but we won't go into that. Um <laughs> they'd already won the league and Van Nistelrooy died for the penalty. Um but um, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> uh, so to just, see, to just see them in the Champions League was just um it was just fantastic it's fantastic. Oh my god, Everton Champions League, you know. Um and then obviously what happened happened, but that, that Newcastle game was up there. Um Three 0 against Liverpool because um, we just absolutely destroyed them that day, and um, you know any time you compete Liverpool is is uh, it's obviously going to get a mention. Um, what a shame! You know people couldn't be there this year. Um, myself, Robbie, Neil, and Steve we did a Zoom call after the derby this year <laughs> just because uh, <laughs> just because of how good it was, and you know it was four in the morning for me or whatever, but I was you know. Just there was no way I was going back to bed after that. I was just delighted. Um <laughs> the, the Arsenal game, uh, where we beat them one nil Johnson scored in the last minute. Yeah, remember that um, one always. I th- I think we'd had every weather possible during that game. I think it was a snowstorm by the time Andy Johnson scored. Um, but you know, again, you'd grown up or I'd grown up with Arsenal having all these fantastic teams and you know did obviously destroy us a few times um 7 nil and stuff like that so you know any time we could beat them was obviously great um you mentioned the fiorentina game there it's sort of in the best and the worst because yeah. again as you say the atmosphere was fantastic and how we didn't win by more um their keeper had a great game obviously but that Arteta goal when that went in it's just um and then you know, I had my head in my hands at the end of the game, and my dad saying, "Come on, you're not a Newcastle fan. Cut that out." Um, but, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's so. That's sort of in the best and the worst. But um, Stoke away as well, which Rob mentioned. Um, obviously, not the you know not the most significant significance of games, but um, you know, Everton away tickets at Gold Dust. Um, and let's be honest, uh, we probably only got tickets for that because Allardyce was in charge at the time. So, uh, But um, we beat Stoke, another team I don't like. Well, I don't like many teams, to be honest. Um, and... I've noticed this, mate, yeah, <laughs> as we've been going on here. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm literally ticking them all off, mate. I've got a bingo
1: going on here. <laughs> <laughs> Take a shot every time I say I don't like Stoke. Um, <laughs> I don't like Stoke and um, I was getting a bit of stick from the Stoke fans as well, And um, so to beat them, was great and then uh we were getting a taxi back to the station and um the taxi driver said oh uh thanks for relegating my club so <laughs> that was pretty good um okay. so um yeah that was good but um the best for me is uh the united semi 2009 um in terms of the game itself horrendous um but um just Apart think, again, well, yeah. Apart from the pens, obviously. Um, just, but the atmosphere was great, especially you know afterwards, and the whole like, um, it was almost like a storyline. Like, obviously, Jagielka had missed the deciding penalty the year before against Fiorentina, and then he'd scored the winning penalty. So it was like a redemption kind of thing um, for him. Um, and yeah, just and again, I thought, right, there's no way we're losing. We're we're going to win the FA Cup. Um, because I don't remember, 95, unfortunately, I was only three, so um, I thought, you know, it's the first, essentially, essentially the first trophy I would see Everton win in my lifetime, um, and then, obviously, what happened, happened, but, yeah, the semi against United, just just uh, fantastic, fantastic atmosphere, beating United, um, you know, obviously, as I say, like, the Fiorentina the year before, They've had all the all the worst outcome of, this, of penalties and now we're having the best and Jagielka scoring the scoring the winner one after missing the losing one the season before was just the icing on the cake really.
0: No, got great great show, mate. I remember it well. Uh, I, don't, I think I think you've heard me mention this before. I, I, I still haven't actually seen the the, the Jack Jackson's pen. Uh, <laughs> uh, same round, I turned round, mate. I I absolutely bottled it. I turned rounds and put my head, my head in my hands and, and just, just waiting for the roar and the next thing I just got pulled up by about four fellas and, <laughs> you know, thrown it thrown in the air and whatever. So uh, yeah, it was it was it was a great day, mate. Obviously we all know what happened in the final, sadly don't we, but um, in terms yeah. of that day itself, mate, That everything getting down there uh, the the game and then obviously afterwards like you said was a great memories mate and hopefully we'll, we'll have a few more like that but in, yeah. in terms of obviously I've got to ask mate in terms of coming up to Sunday for me it's make or break I think in terms of Europe because of obviously dropping those points against Villa and you look at obviously West Ham one on the weekend as well as not they Tottenham won so, so obviously get us back into the mix surely we've got a get the three points from there and that and sound push back up and then obviously we've got we've got that game and hands against Villa away, haven't we? Um but uh, you know if, if we get beat by West Ham then it's it, it, you know it's not gonna matter either way, is it? So how'd you feel about
1: it, mate? how do you feel it's gonna go? <laughs> I'm sort of in two minds about like, you know, if you look at that away form and um I think on paper, I think we're We are a better team than West Ham. I've I've had heard that Antonio was going to be out, but obviously he scored. I think he scored two on uh at the weekend. So I'm guessing he's. I'm guessing he's going to be there. But I I still think we'll win. I just I don't know why. Um, Don't know why I do this to myself. But um, I I think keep that positivity. mate some (laughs) of us (laughs) have to anyway. You know we played them twice already this season. You know we we battered them in the league cup. Then we four one, and then um, I think the the league game had you know nil nil written all over it. I think, and then they got a bit of a lucky break and Sucec, who's been one of the signings of the season, um, you know put it away and we lost one nil. Um, but I think you know um, you know at. Ancelotti, the way he sort of, um, his reaction on Sunday or Saturday, Sunday for me, Saturday for you, um, the way he's come out, and you know, he's obviously not happy. And, you know, we did expect a response against Villa, but, well, not a response because obviously we won the previous game, um, but we, a response in terms of our home, uh, our home form. But I think, um, I think on paper, I think we've got a better better side than West Ham, uh, side than West Ham. so um, it's interesting
0: that, mate. I mean, in terms of there's
1: the rumours that the Corey could be fit. I'm not sure
0: whether they risk him in this. Um, but I suppose if it, it, it's that make or break, maybe he will. Um obviously who knows what's gonna happen with him, hammers as well, whether he's gonna be fit. But you know, if fingers crossed and players are fit, mate, what sort of lineup would you go with?
1: Yeah, you know, obviously, the core being back would be a massive boost because, you know, obviously he's been one of our best players this season. But I think even if he is back, I don't, I can't see him starting to be honest. I think he would be uh, on the bench at best uh, just because of a lack of fitness, I guess. You know, obviously he's come back a lot sooner because initially we thought he was done for the season. Um, Yeah, again, like you say, it depends on the fitness of Hammers, the fitness of the Decoré. Um, like I said at the beginning, uh, for the Villa game, you know, I think Mina has to come in. Um, yeah, I, game, I, I see you've seen, as see, you've said, he's been our best uh, centre after the season. And, you know, only because um, Godfrey's
0: been great everywhere else, mate, hasn't so he? <laughs> well, you know, every position he's played he's been that's, great.
1: That's, but um, yeah, that's yeah he's been all right, um, I think. Yeah, um, you know, uh, Keane and Holgate have been a bit bit iffy so for me Mina has to play. Um but, you know, I think Davis has to play as well. Um Yeah, agree with that one as well, mate. Andre Gomez, um you know, I like the lad. And I think he's got I think he's had a lot of unfair criticism at times. Some you know, it's not always unfair, but a lot of it's been unfair. You know, he's come back from that horrendous injury and, you know, people expected him to be uh just display the form that he had when he was here for us, on loan, and it you know it's not always going to work out that way, and I think he's shown glimpses of it at times. But I think Davis has done really well. I think um, having no fans has actually helped Davis a lot because you know he was he, you know he'd be a scapegoat almost sometimes, um, and so I think his form this season has definitely come on a lot. So for me, he would start. Um, as that sort of number six, um, and then you know you've got Alan, and hopefully Hammers can play, and you know that just boosts the midfields uh, straight away. Yeah. Um, I don't want to see a Wobi, to be honest. Because... That was that was going to be my next question, mate. Because <laughs> I think I
0: think that right hand side, I, I think there's going to be some major surgery done there in the summer. Well, hopefully anyway, mate. But in yeah. terms of the options. Really, you've got you've got a Wobi. <sighs> or Josh King, who, you know, who knows what, what he can do because we haven't seen much of him. So, who would you go with, mate?
1: <sighs> can Josh King do any worse at this point? Exactly you know, what I think. I remember the, you know, the Fulham away game, uh, the first half in particular, Iwobi was phenomenal and I thought, OK, he's, he's come out of position here in this right wing, right wing back position. But, you know, he's, he's, he's sort of, I wouldn't say making it making it his own because it's one appearance, but he he was fantastic. And I thought, is this the the boost he needed to sort of kick on? And he's he's not putting that has he let's be honest. And um, yeah, he was he was poor the other night. So give Josh King a go. Why not? You know, as I say, how can he do any worse? And um, but you know, it he's a weird one, isn't he? Like you know, like I said, why did Delph? Why is Delph coming on? You've got King, and you've got. You know Bernard on the bench, and he's he's bringing Delph on. So does he does he fancy Josh King? Uh, You know that's the that's the million dollar question, I guess. um, Yeah. But you know, I would I would I would I would start him. Why not? You know, yeah. You know, what's the worst that can happen, I guess. No, exactly, mate. Exactly. <laughs> well, I've got,
0: I've, I've got to put you on the spot here, mate. I've got, I've got three questions for you before we okay. finish. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't pressure, mate. No pressure. <laughs> um, the, the first one is what's your prediction for, for, um, Sunday, first of all?
1: I think, uh, we win 1 0. Carver Lewin. Right. I'll I'd
0: be quite happy with that, mate. I think, um, in terms of, like you said, Carlos, the he wasn't happy, was he, with the performance? Um, no. I'm sure, he, I'm sure he's got into them this week. Hopefully they, they understand there could be a last chance saloon for us and he put on a proper performance. So, yeah, and in terms of the away form, the way the away form's been, um, I'm always more confident when we play away. So I agree mate. that. I, I think we'll nick it. Um, in terms of Europe, even obviously with, with, with Sunday out the way, do, do we get in Europe? No matter what, it, you know, what competition,
1: <laughs> uh, yes, I think at this point, I think it'll be that Europa confidence league, is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just give me, you know, Azerbaijan away, and I'll be there. So yeah well exactly mate <laughs> I
0: mean we you've heard probably heard uh, me say this before but we we went to Ruzinbaroch on um, I think it was a qualifier for the Europa League or whatever it was mate and it was one of the best trips I've ever been on mate so yeah. if you can get a few of them in next year mate I'll be quite happy um, and yeah go on and win it get, you've got a, get a pot in get a pot in the cabinet um, so yeah. definitely and then the last one mate just in terms of what we were talking about there with the team how many players do you think we need in the summer <laughs>
1: Um, really putting you on the spot now <laughs>
0: yeah
1: <laughs> you know I think we need a, a whole new right side um, yeah. as I said as much as I love Coleman you know he's getting on a bit obviously he had that horrendous leg break and um, he's put in some great performances since don't get me wrong but um, you know Aaron's if he comes in that'd be fantastic um, continuously linked with uh, Leon Bailey from Leverkusen so um I think he would be a good sign, and so, and then um, a striker as well, definitely, um, especially you know if Keane goes to Juve or PSG, and uh, the keeper, the keeper's a funny one because of you know we've been saying for a long time you know Pickford he you know he makes too many mistakes and things, but I think recently he's been uh, I think he's been fantastic to be honest. Um, I think he's he's been he's done really well. Obviously, you know, if you can get a keeper, you know, Donnarumma, Donnarumma is uh his contracts up, but you know, Chelsea and United are after him, so that might be. A struggle, I've heard but... you've been doing
0: the negotiations, mate. That's that's what I've heard on the great plan. So, uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to give us an
1: exclusive there, mate. <laughs>
0: um,
1: no, I'm too busy scouting J League players, mate. So I can't be doing it, can't be doing uh, just can't be doing that. So, um Uh, you know if there's a keeper available I would still go for one but I don't think it's going to be his main priority I think the right side and the strikers a priority so between three and five players I would say Um, I think yeah in terms of players off the door it's probably going to be keen I think he'll give Sigurdsson the contract extension have they given or is it still a Still, it's still rumored still, yeah. that he's going to get an yeah. year, is isn't it, mate? Yeah. But, um, I, you... I think he will get that. I think you'll get it, to be honest. So I think Keane will be out the door. Um, Moise Keane, that mind. is, mate. yeah. Moise Keane, Moise Keane sorry, yeah. Um, um, and apart from that, I think they'll manage to hold on to, to like the main squad. I can't see anyone else going out. So yeah, between three and five players, I think. No, I
0: I, I I think you're right, mate. And it is it is interesting the goalkeeper position because, like you said, Pickford, you know, the last couple of months has been being superb. Um, and it begs the question: like, are they gonna are they gonna pay money for Olsen Are they gonna get him, or are they gonna maybe get a younger keeper in who can try and push Pickford? Who knows what they're gonna do, mate? Um, yeah. and I agree in, in terms of the midfield. If if you could, because I think it's going to be hard just with the sheer amount of players we've got in that central midfield position. If you could get rid of you know one or two of them, maybe more. I'd love to see us get someone in who can carry the ball at pace out of midfield, just to try and get us up the park a bit more. mate because I think we've missed we certainly missed that sort of player the last few years. But um, fingers crossed, mate. Fingers crossed yeah, we, get, we get a few yeah. in and then. We can push on. We can push on next season, you know. But there's still plenty to play for, Mason. We'll all. We'll yeah.
1: obviously. We'll all be watching on Sunday. Absolutely, yeah. Or uh, Monday it's, for you. It's 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 half it's half twelve though, so it's it's an early one for me. <laughs> I'll take that.
0: Happy days, mate. No, that'll do. It. <laughs> Niall, it's been absolutely brilliant. So often see you, right, mate. Right. Um Great Thanks. catching up. And, yeah. Thanks he like you're welcome, mate, anytime. And like you said, hopefully, I know you're talking about you might be coming back over maybe in yeah. Christmas time or the New Year. So, sure, yeah. um, hopefully, you will, mate, and we can catch up and have a bevy and stuff. Be good.
1: Yeah, I'm absolutely desperate to get back to Goodison I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I missed miss it. So, my last game was uh, the Leicester League Cup game. Another oh mate Last minute one So And obviously oh. that, that, that wasn't a good one So um, no, You'd do, you do I, you I, a good one After that mate, so, yeah, to be I, honest. I, I was hoping We would have got A uh, nice easy FA Cup third round Tire home Just to like See me off And then obviously We've got Liverpool away But uh, Never mind <laughs> Yeah, I'm de- I'm desperate To get back to, to Goodison So yeah I'll be over uh, In the next year Or so hopefully So yeah definitely, I Can't you be then Matthew Yeah definitely, yeah, definitely Keep keeping touch mate And um, you look All after right. yourself Over there
0: yeah. Definitely You too, mate. Thanks again, mate. So, uh, that's it. And you too, mate. Um, And so, that's it it for this week, guys. So, really appreciate you listening. Um, Back again the same time next week. So, um, until then, then, take care of yourselves. And up the toffies. (laughs)